listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Envisioning the hereafter, listening to Steve Wonder on a quest for love like the perceived drama. I strike like lightning and don't need thunder. Inhale imagination and breathe wonder. That's your lady I used to run up in her. And gee, weed from her. It's a cold world and niggas need summer. At times my going forward seems like retreat. As I rewrite rhyme after rhyme and throw away beats, growing into these bridges, out, growing these streets. There's a thin line between war and peace, whores and jeeps, ignoring MCs like beeps, scribbling freedom on pages. My third eye is like pink eye, seeming contagious, redeeming the H's with ageless rhyme jargon. I feel Mexican. Hip hop is my garden. Don't give a fuck where you charting. Certain shit I can't honor. It ain't what you selling. It's your karma. Rappers are monitored like a chaperone. You large and have it grown. Politically performed flybys. Another rapper go on the stage becomes a catacomb. I rap like a mummy. Not for the money. I could have sampled Donna Ross a long time ago. My mind of flow is like a motor key 20. Young blood said he had dimes. I pray that he see 20. Hollering at my brothers. Either you gonna be a thug or a man. Flip drugs and get land. I can see my man Rashad as he described how the bucks hit him. I said slugs are still stuck in them when it rain and fuck with them. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Test Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday. Uh, ready to close out the week. Uh, just programming note. Uh, know this too much this week. Possibly know this too much next week as well. Bossy's traveling. You guys knew what the deal was coming into the, uh, season and uh when, when when she's on the road you know getting this paper you know selling these books make that money speaking to these people's helping all these folks man like when she's Get doing that bags. you know secure the bags sis we we understand the show will be here and i'll be here when you get back mm-hmm. uh which also means i won't probably be watching the show uh till she gets back i like to binge and watch it right before we go on the air so <clears throat> so my feelings is fresh okay so uh don't be spoiling it in tweets to me um also <laughs> uh programming note balls deep sports will be tomorrow night um but it'll probably start at like six ish because mm-hmm. justin has new work hours for those list of the show so it'll probably be shorter than normal i mean you right. guys have been getting so much content Ooh, y'all been getting like four and five hours for years for years so i mean i feel like hey you guys will be able to take a little bit of a step back i'm sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings but yeah so it'll be a bit of a shorter tighter show and it'll start hopefully at six if justin can make it here by then if not 6 30 ish well tomorrow's gonna really be the first time we see mm-hmm. when it can start yeah, so uh you estimate but shit nigga don't know about, know about traffic that's what i tried to tell them so we'll see um and i think that's the only programming notes uh nerd off should be friday so um and then oh and then soon probably next week maybe the week after take the week off because it's about that time you know i'm trying to do this more often about once a month take a week off at least from the main show and only from you know the feet the uh subsidiary shows as well but try to take a week off here and there to stay refreshed stay fun stay active and i feel like the show is better when we take time off so uh and you guys have so much content honestly i don't so feel like much content i feel like if you can't let us take a week off then you know maybe maybe you guys need to look at yourselves in the mirror and talk about slavery and capitalism okay um all right um uh this episode is sponsored speaking of capitalism okay uh <laughs> this episode is sponsored by a very sexy sponsor um let's see where here we go. Wait a second. 
it's sponsored by adam and eve y'all the sexiest of the sponsors no offense to bevel and the others do you like free stuff can you stand some free stuff because i can feel like i can stand some free stuff guys free stuff to help spice up the bedroom okay and i'm talking coriander i'm talking fennel seeds okay i'm talking about those spices mm-hmm. the ones you gotta blow the dust off of because you ain't using them enough that's fine mm-hmm. that's what we trying to do we trying to season up your bedroom okay spice it up uh adam and eve is trying to give you free stuff they give you half off of one item when you put in code tbgwt at checkout on their website just go to adamandeve.com blat out pick out your item boom put it in a little cart okay now you putting in tbgwt you getting half off at checkout boom okay but that's not enough right i agree in addition to that they're giving you three sexy little gifts a sexy item for him a special gift for her and the third item you both enjoy i say mix and match and then they're giving you six free spicy movies okay it's so much spice you're gonna need to drink some water okay you're gonna be sweating a little bit and then on top of that they're giving you my favorite version of shipping which is what karen free my nigga free shipping free 99 the best that's tbgwt when you go to check out at adamandeve.com put that in the offer code box tbgwt and you can get half off six movies three gifts free shipping i mean why haven't you done this already if you haven't and it doesn't run out so if you've used the code before you can use, use it, it again. again this ain't like that bullshit where Come on, use it again a lot of companies say oh you used it one does for the introductory offer no use it to your heart's content okay so get out there and, and spice it out all right let's get into the show all right um i did have a couple of random thoughts okay i saw a commercial for domino's delivery insurance i've been seeing that lately like mm. i like i don't know i guess i'm like what do you cover in case i walk out and slip and fall and smash my face into the pizza yes they do but it's also such a ridiculous idea because one that started as carry out insurance which was you come to domino's and if something happens on your way to the house with the pizza you can come back and get your uh get your get you a, another pizza or something yeah now i wasted my gas right that uh, and then so that was one level because i said okay you know what that kind of makes sense right what you're really saying is we are counting on you to be incompetent as a person that doesn't deliver pizzas so maybe you'll make a mistake you know hey you dropped a pizza hey that shouldn't ruin a pizza we know pizza slides in them boxes now from my understanding i don't know about you guys i've never had a problem getting a replacement pizza if a catastrophic uh a catastrophic situation happened no they normally would like fuck it we'll make you another one somebody put something too heavy on top of the box now the box got cheese on the top the pizza ain't got no cheese just sauce hey my pizza's fucked up we'll be sending another one out quite soon right hey i noticed y'all sent me the wrong pizza it sounds like y'all trying to charge me right for something y'all already right. supposed to be doing great for some of you are so if i don't buy the insurance and shit get fucked up that mean i'm just i don't get just don't get no replacement pizza i don't know i mean like it seemed like you would like aren't y'all already doing this like isn't this just part right. of customer service <clears throat> like my pizza gonna get struck by lightning y'all gonna be like sorry sir that's an act of god uh, i'm not gonna be able to replace that pepperoni for you uh yeah we don't cover floods and we don't like we don't cover earthquakes floods in the flood zone earthquakes and earthquake zones or hurricanes in the hurricane zone now you outside of them areas we'll cover your ass 
but i'm waiting on now they've moved it up to delivery insurance mm-hmm. which is like if your delivery ain't right you can get a free piece and i'm like but y'all supposed to do that if the delivery is fucked up right we forget a soda nigga you're supposed to bring my soda back it's not a bonus now i saw the commercial i was like I, if it made me feel like i'm crazy i'm like are y'all gaslighting me right you're charging me for shit then most of your uh locations were already doing anyway and some somebody came up with the small idea why don't we charge them for the shit you know if we forget a drink we'll make sure to <laughs> we'll make sure to cover that and bring you a drink i'm like y'all supposed to do that yeah and if i don't pay for <laughs> it you, you nigga i pay for the soda bring my soda to fucking to my house yeah like i don't think this is a new thing i think you just think this is kind of some bullshit mm-hmm. so then the next thing though uh that i noticed was if they're gonna have delivery insurance and i'm sure it's like an extra charge mm-hmm. and i'm like isn't that what the delivery fee is for i mean you guys already don't give that to the drivers right um so if that's the case where that's gonna become an issue where i gotta get delivery insurance well who's gonna be the first person to get caught doing delivery insurance fraud oh that's double oh that's bound to happen like i watch enough snap to know that if there is insurance somebody is gonna fraud is the gonna system. be willing to, <laughs> somebody gonna, is gonna be stacking up on all the pizzas yeah like someone out there all is the be, wings and pasta you know now they do a little bit of everything they're gonna have salads there's like a whole shebang right oh uh, so i'm like i don't know if uh y'all recognize what's happening Domino's, a delivery gone wrong doesn't just hurt your pizza night it hurts our pride we're going to be expediting this order it could be a missing dipping sauce it could be a wrong topping it arrives cold with Domino's new delivery insurance if your delivery isn't what you expected make a claim and we'll make it right i noticed you had a issue with your last delivery to make up for it i brought you a medium pizza oh my gosh you're welcome. Get two medium, two topping pizzas delivered for five ninety nine, and put our delivery insurance to the test. That's what you're supposed to do. If you fuck up, that's not my responsibility as a customer to be like, "Oh, my pizza arrived upside down. Should have got a delivery insurance. I'll know next time." <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm gonna get delivery insurance and just commit delivery insurance for our guys i think it's time <laughs> i'm like i don't know how this piece the scammers of, are everywhere they're gonna scam this too they're gonna have to call out the domino csi to inspect everything come on you gotta make a claim and shit yes so you're saying this pizza lit itself on fire and and that's why you need a new new pizza come on they're gonna be fucking around with claim numbers they're gonna be stealing people claim numbers and shit i came home and the pizza was on fire that's all i know okay i didn't see nothing i uh well we were looking at the evidence and it looks like only half the pizza was burned in the box so where is the other half of the pizza maybe in your stomach listen man i bought delivery insurance now i want to file my claim and i want full uh i want full compensation yeah we we me and you have worked at too many restaurants where niggas be like i want a t-bone and steak with the potato and they eat all that shit lead bleed ain't nothing but the tea and the t-bone what other industry gonna be using this you know <laughs> you gonna get waiter insurance uh sir uh i know normally you just pay a tip and you pay the bill but would you like to get some waitress insurance some waiter insurance because my thing is if people gonna pay for um insurance how about 
i want my pizza delivered at this time like i want my pizza here by this time like, that's they're also supposed to do that already you just yeah. talking about shit they supposed to do like that's your job you can't turn it into insurance like you know what guys we may or may not take next week off but i'm gonna need some podcast insurance no. if everybody could put some money in for some podcast insurance to make sure that we continue to deliver podcasts every week we would love that we'll go ahead and take care of y'all okay like you know we're gonna continue to make sure each show is quality and well done and we'll have multiple segments and things that karen and i will promise to always be here i'm like nigga that's the job you just talking about your job (laughs) oh that was like that's the job uh you might need to get some gas insurance you want to fill your tank up with gas all the way up we thought maybe you just wanted to like put the holes in the tank and just see if some water come out or not okay man what a damn scam Ooh, some scammers out here in the world but uh yeah i want to see i want to see the claims department have to come out and investigate deliver insurance fraud oh you know what's happening i want to see can that even be is that illegal like will you go to jail or do you just get like banned from domino's probably just banned from domino's sir from now you only go to pizza Hut and papa john's because domino's don't deliver to you could you imagine having like fraud insurance people like eventually they're really gonna have to have fraud insurance people now you literally created a whole a whole nother genre and subsection division of dominoes the fraud police they're gonna have to bring out the claims people to be like i need to look into this so you're saying the cheese police you saying that a flood suddenly hit your house specifically where this pizza was no other house in the neighborhood now it looked like two slices are missing so what happened to those two slices man all i know is i i was gonna get some pizza i looked down a flood hit specifically in that area for a smooth 60 right. seconds now what is that bucket of water doing over there that i don't know what that bucket of water is doing over there but that has nothing to do with the flood that happened specifically in this 18 inch uh area of my house and i'm gonna need full adjustment okay i'm gonna need all my i'm gonna need the full claim okay i won't and they you notice how they don't give you a refund no we'll fix the order insurance normally pay you out of money normally they uh make sure you're whole if you know what i mean like i mean and so <laughs> you actually ch- charging me so every time i order that fee is tied onto the cost of my pizza so it's not like i pay insurance you know how you pay like a monthly fee six months so it's not like i'm like here's twenty dollars a month every month every right. month for my insurance and then you kind of wave the, no we like look every time you order and my thing is don't anybody know how much this shit costs? Is it seven dollars a pizza? Is it five dollars a pizza? Is it two ninety nine a pizza? True. Nobody even knows how much you're fucking charging people. And fr- and frankly, delivery insurance to go to the employees. I bet you it's going straight to Domino's pockets. It ought to go to the employees. Pay for their insurance. Right. Oh my goodness. I'd rather them just say we're paying. We're going to pay our health health insurance for our employees now, and it's going to cost twenty more cent a piece. I'd rather you just do that. Right. Um you know the last thing i was gonna say before we move in i love that being me i don't remember if i said this on the regular show or pregame but i love that i give off the vibe that niggas can stop code switching on their job when they see me you i do. love it i love it a lot of people don't like that kind of stuff uh they feel like it's very unprofessional and i do understand the downsides of it so please don't write in with the special snowflake like but they'll give you less than professional service i understand that is a risk and i have run into it several times where i'm like oh this dude think i'm one of the homeboys he's not doing his job as good as he should but total like you know total picture i would prefer this than not to get it 
like the other day i was taking some stuff to goodwill to take to 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 give away it was cluttering up our house and stuff and i was like you know i should give these things away they could go to someone else's home to have a great time blah 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 and a lot of stuff was brand new mm-hmm. it was the stuff that i had never even opened okay. in the box yeah some of it was like you know lucrative stuff that we don't normally give away on the show but i was like you know what it's an ordeal to give it away we have to ship it we have to play a game coordinate all the stuff and it's no offense to anybody but you know like loot crate ain't paid a bill in a while so fuck that free promotion uh so i said um let me just go to goodwill and get them a lot of this type of stuff you know it's cluttering up the office and so i give it to them and it's like as soon as i pull up you know i'm bumping my earth gang and shit you know car fresh detail you know um and uh they opened up that goodwill on south boulevard again by the way okay i don't know why i wasn't open when that last time i went but it's mm-hmm. open now anyway so uh the dude came out and <laughs> he was like I, i'm like yeah i need the tub back but you can take the items and he was like yo you giving this shit away man i was like i like for a second i forgot like we don't know each other and i'm supposed to be like a customer because like, he can't believe like most people don't. but it's not just that he can't believe it you can say that a different way he right. said it like like on some damn nigga for real like right i was like oh yeah that's right <laughs> like yeah man he was like but but you got the batman in here it's not even open and i was like i know dog it's i said it's just but it's just taking up space in my house right now you know i think some of that shit ain't gonna make ain't might well, not make it i'm gonna finish the story uh so he was like but you but it's not even open you could like sell it or something or you could just like give it to somebody else i said nah it's just i said look man it'll at least go to some good people if you put it you know if it goes to goodwill he was like yeah shit it's gonna go to me <laughs> i was like i don't think he was supposed to tell me that i think no. they supposed to at least act like they giving it to people right. like i'm gonna come in there next week this nigga gonna have my clothes on and shit <laughs> like <laughs> you fuck you fucked around here the nerd he was like what yeah so i was like man that's hilarious know yeah but i kind of like that man it happens all the time it's just different jobs and different people like when i uh got my car detailed and the dude was doing the job and i came out to go you know you got to inspect it at the end and he was just like uh yeah man you see what i did to the hood dog look, look at this and i'm like oh shit like yeah, i didn't even I, I didn't even know they did the engine i, I like, didn't know that either the engine I, I, that, that engine, the engine needs to be cleaned i'm like damn i never knew what a clean engine looked like come on uh but yeah so it was you know i kind of like that vibe i know some people you know wouldn't wouldn't dig it and i do understand when people relax sometimes the service is not as great you know but i feel like that's a sometimes that's the comfort they have with you going to like a, a black uh establishment and they be like oh shit i don't gotta act uptight about this shit i can right. just you know try to do a good job but you know this person doesn't like they're gonna be on my ass about everything right you know but anyway the complexities of being black right mm-hmm. all right news got all kinds of news to talk about uh bernie sanders was hospitalized for a blocked artery his campaign events have been canceled he's 78 uh he was had he had chest pains at an event uh, a lot of people thought they were gonna say he had a heart attack but you know i don't think anyone wants to say that mm-hmm. being he's running for president right uh he was found to have blockage in one artery and two stents were successfully inserted uh said sanders senior advisor jeff weaver on wednesday in a statement so those are things they put in there to open up your arteries yeah okay senator sanders is conversing and is in good spirits he will be resting up over the next few days we are canceling his events and appearances until further notice and we will continue to provide appropriate updates sanders remains hospitalized 
um yeah and you know of course you've seen you know some i don't know if you've seen it online but a lot of people being like this is why old people shouldn't be running and um this is why he needs to just drop out of the race now yeah, a lot of people are very ageist yeah i never know how to feel about this shit because i'm not saying i'm not in denial to say that age has no effect on people correct but also at the same time i know there are old people that we go up for and we don't say these things about Mm-mm. none of us wants maxine waters to retire none of us i was listening to a podcast with her today sharp as ever uh cape up you got it's a real good episode if you guys want to listen to that podcast cape up with jonathan capehart fucking great interview she's amazing uh she was and, and it was a pure black woman like i told y'all because she had said she was the first person to be like we need to impeach this motherfucker right away years ago she said it two years ago and so listening to her for 35 minutes basically go off on like i did i tell you what i said what i say what i told you it's like that clip from uh cleveland show man i need to get this too but the black woman in the beauty salon that was talking to um <laughs> i was talking to the wife and she was she was like <laughs> oh maybe it was family guy but it was like <laughs> i told you or what i'll say what happened and didn't it and what they do when it did mm-hmm, i did like it was like that talk like i know <laughs> stereotypical black voice and it is family oh did she crack him out of the box yes so i don't know well then oh they were sitting in a beauty salon okay. and both of them were next to each other and it was like i can't remember the cutaway like you know it's just like when a black woman said i told you so she's like i told you so and what i say what happened and it did like it was just so it's so funny it's so good but that's what that whole vibe was uh was her being like um you know that's hilarious her being like i told your ass that this motherfucker is gonna get impeached and we needed to start doing this and uh you know her talking about nancy being on uh nancy pelosi being uh on board with it and um all that stuff was cool too but um but yeah it was, you know seeing bernie sanders you know have uh health issues at 78 or whatever i do understand that the older you get the more likely something like this can happen so i'm not trying to be in denial about it right and and the thing about age age affects everybody differently because you have some people they're sharp to 90s and the hundred like like their minds are just sharp and then you have some people one day they there next day they're not like one yeah. like one day they fine and that's the thing age affects everybody differently and so you know it's one of those things where you almost have to go case by case when it comes to a lot of these things and family guy i mean and women live longer than men too and stay sharper normally so mm-hmm. there's also that part of it I, like i said i personally just stay out of it because i know that it fits to me a little bit hypocritical for me to be like this person's too old but then if there's someone else i like who's around the same age i'm like that person's fine you know i also think a big part of this is the residual effects of something that most people haven't thought about but it's obama right nobody thinks about that kind of shit because for the most part um we're very the the primary cycle is very in the moment hot takes but if you think about the bigger picture and i was saying this in 2016 but obama was so excellent and so ideal in so many areas we've been trying to cast a new obama as the the next president and we do want a young well-spoken uh very empathetic type of like uh statesman who's educated like we want all those things we don't say it 
but our dissatisfaction with each candidate kind of points back to yes, if obama ran right now he'd be getting the vast majority of the vote even the people who are like i'm unhappy with obama i wouldn't vote you know like he uh these people need to be more left than obama a lot of them were still kind of enthralled with obama and this cult of personality for for eight years you know some of them woke out of it and stopped being that way but for the most part they were getting kind of shouted down for you know i don't like this and people are like yeah but i mean you gotta understand how tough this job is you know and then in all fairness a lot of them since he's been out of office have come back around to like maybe i was a bit harsher on obama than i had to be you know not to say that he's perfect but maybe some of the shit i said about him in office made it seem like it's just easy ass job that anyone can do and now i'm seeing right. what the country actually looks like when you don't even have a guy like him in office trying to stop what is essentially the tidal wave of regression that is coming through america so yeah um that i think that's a big part of it so i don't want to be ages um towards bernie sanders right the same way that if something happened with elizabeth warren i wouldn't want to be or joe biden who literally just looks like he's not sharper than he used to be agreed mentally you Mm -hmm. know um i you know because then uh you know there's that's why i have just other candidates that i'm willing to vote for and Mm -hmm. bernie's definitely a candidate i'm willing to vote for i'd vote for any of these motherfuckers if they make out the primary um but in general i just can't see it uh happening and um i do feel that people want to hillary clinton to shut her campaign down when she passed out when she had the flu and was trying to uh still go to campaign events and she fainted and people was like she needs she's weak she's a terrible candidate and she needs to go and she needs to shut her campaign down um and to see those people this time because most of those people that said that were firmly in bernie's camp Mm -hmm. to see them turn around and be like well hold up now i mean this doesn't mean what you guys think it means and uh you know it could just be a condition he can get out of and all this stuff i'm not knocking it but i'm just saying i felt that way with both of them really right like if they look if the motherfucker alive on election day that's that's the rules you know and let i mean I, i don't even know what else to say you know like hopefully either one of them pick a good vp but you hope that with all the presidents to be frank right so right and 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 that's the thing you know when it comes uh to age like i said before it affects everybody differently like i said some people they are sharp to the day they die and some people it's like one day they good and people have family members and shit like this the next day it's a whole nother story yep and like i said i'm not knocking anybody but Mm -mm. um i do think if he returns to the campaign trail he will be lauded and there'll be a lot of praise heaped upon him uh and it'll be a sign of strength and determination and like infallibility meaning that he's the age doesn't affect him and stuff and i just think that's that'll be an interesting juxtaposition as to when like i said hillary just fainted and people were like she's a weak candidate <laughs> this is right, what i'm talking she's about dehydrated yeah she's not she can't do this she's not strong enough like it's uh anyway um uh, this is the clip i was talking about um uh, it's from family guy what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long, long time, time ago. ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened you mm-hmm and when did i t- <laughs> i love that stupid ass clip it's just so ridiculous and when did i tell you and this iris is like a white dude doing a bernie i'm doing a the black, black woman voice yes. it's so 
<sighs> i know it's problematic but i still like family guy i don't care um like a lot of problematic shit though y'all know mm-hmm. this uh amber geiger has been sentenced to 10 years in prison for murder um i already know many people are gonna say they want a longer sentence i don't blame y'all um uh yeah uh sounds about right i guess um didn't even expect her to get convicted at all so mm-hmm. all of this is new territory to me yes it is um she was facing a sentence that could range from five years or be lowered to as little as two years if the jury decided the shooting was a crime of sudden passion so she, the prosecutors had urged them to give out 28 years or more but i guess they decided on 10 um so yeah man i now that it's over you know i feel kind of more comfortable saying this but i really just wanted someone to be held accountable same that's how low the bar is same i don't disbelieve her story of what she says happened like i don't i don't think she's lying about the idea that she was tired from working 40 hours in however many days walked into the wrong apartment thought it was her apartment and shot this dude in cold blood i i can i believe that especially a white police officer white woman police officer would think that threat was real without him being threatening with him just being a black man eating ice cream watching tv in his own motherfucking house i don't know about the shit about the lights being on i don't know if she i know she didn't do cpr um it seemed that there was like a willful attempt to cover this whole thing up so those are all crimes that i think are like indefensible so especially as an officer of the law protect and serve like i think cops have training and they know you know behind the scenes not officially but wink wink don't say these niggas lives because that's just too that's a witness now that's a witness let them die and then you just got your story and most of the time when they go to court the everyone believes their story not us but the people in the juries do so uh yeah i i do think she probably was uh telling the truth about the 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 underlying cause of the shooting but you shouldn't be able to do that and there be no consequences which is essentially what people wanted and and mostly just because she's a police officer if she would have just been a regular ass citizen a lot of people would have been like what go to jail you know it's only because she's a police officer that she's gonna get you know uh this treatment of like she's really just a hero and all this shit and so like i said i understand that for a lot of people this won't be long enough um i think 10 years is a long time to pay for essentially what was a mistake but it ain't a long time to pay for all the actions after that mistake where you try to cover that shit up and get away with it and i and i and i also understand in a court of law your defense attorneys are gonna come in and try to say whatever they can to help you win the so i'm not saying like i can't believe you lied during your court of course every everyone's gonna say the most favorable shit to them in the fucking courtroom but just my gut feeling and underlying whole thing this whole time has been like it's a tragic situation but it's exacerbated by i would have i would have been more prone to have and i know a lot of people wouldn't but for me i would have more prone to be more merciful if i thought she tried to save his life at least 
that's what you do when you make a mistake you don't just immediately go how do i cover my ass mm-hmm. how the department help you cover your ass so you know i I don't know man like i i, I just you know she'll she'll get 10 years for this or whatever but um you know i i, I think there's a whole nother world where she could have got a lot more there's a whole nother world where she could have got a lot less and so this is probably about the the best you can hope for and then you know honestly i i didn't think she was going to get convicted when i saw all those videos i didn't even listen to them but when i saw the videos of her crying and shit most of the time a woman starts crying saying she's in pain the truth don't matter no more Mm-mm. you know this is kind of that thing where i say like people run around with that hashtag believe women shit and i'm like dog it can't be that simple as anytime a woman opens her mouth it's the fucking truth and that's the end of it like we're not children it, there has to be some level of like okay what's the feasibility of this what is the truth of this what's the other side of this shit like the propensity of evidence or lack thereof should come into play that's what a courtroom is for you know that's why the, the court of public opinion is not a great place to have things pay out because you don't have all the evidence or all the sides or all that shit so you know um she was found guilty and i think that's about right you know and i don't feel sorry for her or nothing like that i just feel like this is about this is about right man i I really didn't think we get this much Mm, and i think some people's feelings about her is it's not the same but it's similar to how white people felt about oj um as far as like the conviction you remember mm. how they got him years later yeah and i feel like a lot of people go well you add them years for george zimmerman add them years for trayvon martin like they like they literally like add them years for these other people that will never ever ever get their justice i really think that that's what a lot of this anger and frustration is coming from that people just yeah. don't want to admit that that's that's a, a huge reason why a lot of people feel like she should have more more time yeah and, and, and the thing is because of the job you have i can't excuse it right you know and i i you know i props to the prison abolitionist people that keep it consistent and even on days like this be vocal because it was crickets on the internet this week you know nobody wants to talk about this shit but yeah the truth of the matter is man like i this is why i be like some people gotta go to prison you know some people gotta get the death penalty i'm not that woke you know there's a certain level where i'm like that shit's too fucked up you know like so for her i'm like prison yeah that sounds right and um she's she lucky she got off with 10 years i'm sure she got off with 10 years because she's a cop agree you know partially at least because there's people that had to consider that mitigating circumstance but like i said if you just i we can't have a world where you can just walk into someone's house say i thought it was mine and i killed you and then i watched you die and was only worried about if i was going to get in trouble and that's the fucking and then you just go to work the next day we can't have that so yeah anyway uh takashi 69's alleged kidnapper shares a statement claims that the rapper staged the incident for sympathy so i don't even remember when he supposedly got kidnapped because uh, i wasn't really following him but anthony harv ellison's accused of robbing and kidnapping takashi 69 back in uh july 2018 the brooklyn natives trial has gone on for the past two weeks now and jury deliberations began on wednesday during the trial several people involved in the incident took the stand to give their side of the story including six nine his driver jorge river police and medical personnel however 
ellison has yet to give his account instead his representative camille cushman issued a statement exclusively to complex that detail <laughs> complex word that details ellison's side ellison's rep claims that he was promised by federal agents that he would be home in weeks if he cooperated corroborated their version of events instead of his own cushman claims that the officer said ellison's arrest was business not personal ellison maintains the story that six nine orchestrated the robbery himself danny didn't care if the stunt could be taken as embarrassing he thought it was it was believable there's a thing that's weird to me you'll snitch to complex.com but not the police that could have gave you less time i'm not cooperating with them but i will cooperate with this website ellison says in his statement he said it would even make some people feel bad for him which was good after all the trolling he had done uh it worked even shoddy bought it cushman says that the government is relying more on jurors attitudes than facts these prosecutors are relying more on the jurors bias toward gang culture than they are on real evidence they've been forcing puzzle pieces together that clearly don't fit please explain the government was able to prove that ellison was a loyal protective member of six nine's team but they failed to produce evidence that would prove ellison has done anything he was charged for related to the incident so yeah that's we'll see but uh the idea of staging your own kidnapping to to win the internet what would be the point of that what would be the point like y'all gonna buy an album because the nigga got kidnapped guys he got kidnapped i guess we gotta stop stop hating him and buy his album mm, it don't work like that yeah like if that's the case then i mean everybody gonna be kidnapped i don't know but takashi does seem delusional he thinks everybody's gonna buy snitch music when he gets when the trial's over he's just gonna go back to rapping so i don't mm-hmm. know maybe he's right maybe i don't know uh let's see uh, sources say nicole murphy the woman who kissed anton fuqua mm-hmm. and he was wearing that towel and she had that like bikini on or whatever Mm. sources say nicole murphy staged paparazzi pictures with anton fuqua in an alleged setup last month nicole murphy appeared on the wendy show to set the record straight and apologize once for all for kissing mary director antoine fuqua during the appearance which she also used to promote her latest business ventures murphy expressed remorse over the incident claiming it was a moment that should have never happened she even sent a message directly to fuqua's wife layla rashawn to acknowledge her faults and apologize for her part in the entire ordeal girl what in the woman to woman that's what's woman to woman having in the dms now yeah it does leela this nicole uh but according to love b scott uh murphy's recollection of the incident was far from the truth in fact sources allegedly told the publication that fuqua himself believed murphy set him up by calling the paparazzi to snap the pics apparently it all stems from murphy's alleged attempt to sustain her lavish lifestyle following the 15 million dollar divorce settlement with eddie murphy in 2005 according to love b scott murphy has with finessed was finessed out of 10 million by a childhood friend who pled guilty to the crime in 2016 but as a result murphy was left with a massive debt which forced her to allegedly find stability in wealthy men from Michael Strahan, Jimmy Jackson, Nick Cannon, and eventually Fuqua. Well, you, you're married, though. <laughs> Am I skipping a step here? But can you really pull a bitch set me up when you're married? The bitch set me up. Like, <laughs> what are you? What are you even doing in the room? <laughs> according to the publication uh 
murphy tried to use the photos to ruin fuqua's marriage with rashawn in an attempt to push their relationship further but it didn't work it did however devastate and embarrass the couple's 15 and 7 year old children oh this is his statement this is him this is him oh see how he taking his i'm the victim here she hurt my children with this y'all she set me up she you know how she made she said first of all put on just a towel and walk around with your shirt off and looking like we just fucked and then i'm gonna come up and uh, i just want to give you a hug oop i accidentally kissed you in front of paparazzi oh no oh no i guess you gotta leave your wife oh no and get and fund my lavish lifestyle keep in mind if he leave he leaving with half lila vashon not coming off that that check sis and he got kids and as he aptly described 15 and 17 so under 18 support plus you know they going to college alimony alimony and you know they going to college you wasn't about to get no whole check boo so that's absolutely i don't believe that that's what she was trying to do i think they got caught in the meantime according to the publication murphy has reportedly been taunting rashawn through their mutual friends but fuqua reportedly has no plans on leaving his wife oh he's the source he's the source y'all oh and this bitch keep fucking with my wife y'all oh see how see how they do <laughs> he the source he the fucking source i know a plant when i see one dude oh she she set me up with the paparazzi you know how women do love getting caught kissing married men you know how that happens and then of course the married man always leaves and goes with them and gives them all their money yeah that's how that works Mm-mm. oh you ain't slick antoine okay oh man his wife ain't leaving either i wonder if she believed that shit no way lila Rashawn believed that right i hope i hope she don't uh don't cheapen it erica campbell says masturbation is not pure erica campbell what mm-hmm. erica campbell is promoting her oh oh well of course of course who is erica campbell she's a gospel singer okay but uh i believe she is um but this makes so much sense this makes so much sense i'll finish reading it but of course guys erica campbell is promoting her new book more than pretty which is in stores now recently she appeared on oh no the breakfast Breakfast club Club. oh i must say the breakfast club and that's why you got the hot take okay i was like like where did this come from this came out of nowhere like oh no she was everybody was eating their own food minding their own business right this came out of left field oh she from mary mary y'all yeah Yeah, okay they tell me she because it was some sisters i think one of them is a trump supporter i don't know which one it is and then i i you know but they go they both like gospel yeah that's where all the hot takes come from at the breakfast club yeah i'm not even gonna really finish this Mm-mm, no uh, no need to finish yeah see this hot take who knows what they ask her to get that answer it don't even matter i mean they, that's just where people go to say stupid shit <laughs> just hey guys if you have your mastermate you're not gonna be able to be married right oh, okay cool 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 was anyone asking you no are you an expert Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i just thought people needed to hear these opinions um i mean i'm not sure why i'm saying the things i'm saying i mean i have a mic in front of my face and people are asking me questions so i feel like i kind of have to do this all right that's the way that's the rules right um speaking of people not minding their business oh actually you know what no i'm actually gonna put this in white people news okay she doesn't go here okay uh (laughs) 
i don't know her okay yeah i don't know her <laughs> sorry to this man um <laughs> planned parenthood has been building a secret abortion mega clinic in illinois after over a year of secret construction planned parenthood announced its newest abortion facility on wednesday an eighteen thousand square foot mega clinic in southern illinois the new location is just 13 miles away from missouri's last remaining abortion clinic a facility in st louis fighting to keep its license since august 2018 planned parenthood has used a shell company to construct the facility leaving no public trace that the former medical office would become one of the largest abortion clinics in the country they almost fucking got to because the second they say anything folks gonna fucking protest it's gonna be a big we just want to build our goddamn building yeah colleen mcnicholas the chief medical officer of planned parenthood of the st louis region and southwest missouri said the facility was built in secret to avoid protesters and delays right other planned parenthood projects have run into problems once the public realized the construction was for an abortion provider in one instance a communications company had refused to install telephone and data lines in another a cabinet maker never delivered an order mcnichols said mcnicholas said uh in birmingham alabama protesters targeted planned parenthood suppliers flooding their social media accounts with fake negative reviews so they had to they had to do it this way because right. we hate women that don't want them to be able to have uh autonomy over their bodies mm-hmm. so that's the rules planned parenthood expects the facility to begin taking patients later this month in the meantime the organization st louis location said it planned to double its clinic escort staff on wednesday in anticipation of increased protests mm-hmm. so now as women come in and out you basically have to have bodyguards to walk them to their cars sometimes actually go pick them up and bring them into the facility a lot of times have somewhere in the back where you can literally have them in vehicles almost like uh uh the president rope them around back so they can do whatever they need to do and then drive them out of that place like uh, the fuck is happening here but the women are a problem yeah now when i first read this i had a issue because i thought that they were reducing planned parenthood to just abortion like why are y'all trying to say that the only thing that's gonna happen in this building is abortions why are you saying it's so inflammatory but i had to check myself because to be honest even if it is a facility specifically dedicated to the rights for women to have abortion right there's nothing wrong with that Mm -mm. it could only do abortion it could be an abortion factory come on there's nothing wrong with that that is a right a human right that women have in america so you know i had to check myself because like i was like why aren't y'all talking about the other stuff but it doesn't matter i know less than like one percent of whatever the percentage is it just doesn't it really if a hundred percent of what they did was only Mm -hmm. giving women access to terminate their pregnancies that would be fine because that is what the fucking law allows them to be able to do and i think they should be able to do it i don't think any person should be able to tell somebody else what they can do with their body correct you know we already have certain laws to protect like you know fetuses and stuff like when it becomes an actual like you know starting to become like a baby that could live outside of the womb on its own we do have laws that are like okay you can't fucking like abort a nine-month-old so i mean within the law i don't understand what's wrong with this and we know that there's a fight to keep these facilities um out of certain states since they couldn't win the federal law thing mm-hmm. they're trying to get it with the state laws and they're using the state laws to try to get it to up to the supreme court so that people will fight over it and of course so the supreme court being mostly conservative now they're hoping we'll outlaw abortion throughout the united states federally not just state on the state level 
so yeah man um if they want to put a facility on the border of one state or close to another state or just in a place where people that wouldn't have had access are going to have it and it, even if it would have only done abortion i'm good with that same you know um and i don't know if they chose to uh if it's if this is all they're gonna do or if they're saying um because of the um because i know they they did away with federal funding because they said y'all can stop trying to use that to stop us right um but i don't know if this is all they're gonna do or if they just want because what i'm thinking is planned parenthood might want this article worded this way to let people know this is where you come for an abortion this is access that you don't have so if you're in illinois if you're in missouri if you're it like come here we got we got a big ass facility come on this way we know your states are trying to outlaw it you know i'm i'm surprised that there aren't and maybe there are i just don't know about them but i'm surprised there aren't more like charities and stuff for to to at this point to get women transportation if they need it because we know that states are trying to make it so that there's only one or two clinics in the whole state making it essentially out uh, unavailable to certain types of certain demographics of women uh if you're poor if you're you know you're working a certain amount of time and all this stuff they they basically hey you can't get one yeah and i and almost want to charge you if you cross state lines right the fuck is this you you strip it i cross straight lines and now it's a problem because i cross straight lines to go out of the country to get these procedures right and not to mention when they close all these clinics there's the ones that remain can't handle the backlog right yeah so you know this this is bigger than just you know whether or not the term abortion clinic like if that shit bothers you that much think about why it bothers you that much because it shouldn't be a bad word shouldn't Mm -hmm. be a bad thing you know um especially when the opposite side of this is we're trying to outlaw it for incest rape all this shit yep if you get pregnant we don't care give the fuck how you get pregnant right and yada 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 but that baby born is fuck you and fuck that baby you don't care that i'm on the other side you see what i'm saying if those are the two choices then i'm on the side of college it, it's an abortion clinic put a big ass blinking neon sign out front abortions mm-hmm. all night like yeah, yeah that's literally what what they did because if i was in the area and i needed the services i would take my black ass up there because the numbers make sense like i said it may just be for abortions uh women from across the midwest seeking abortions that flocked to illinois turned into what mary kate nor the executive director of the illinois right to life an anti-abortion access group calls the abortion capital of the midwest it's a travesty that this has happened nor said in an interview with cbs it's a travesty that women come here to get an abortion since 2017 the number of women crossing the border into illinois for an abortion has doubled right because the states around them have closed they closed and that people just it's kind of like the whole prostitution thing you have to understand this is going to happen right so we can either have it happen safely with doctors and care and all this shit come on or we can have it happen not safely those are the only two choices we keep acting like it's just gonna be like well now every woman that gets pregnant through rape incest whatever or just just don't want it they're gonna carry a baby to turn no they not no the fuck they not yeah so I, i don't think people understand man um so uh yeah about 55 percent of patients that seeking abortions are from missouri according to the clinic's deputy director um just more than half right so on a recent day uh, at planned parenthood's existing facility in belleville illinois just two miles from planned parenthood's new facility every patient was from missouri uh Ooh. something that jessica herbert a provider at the clinic said is typical 
is because they can't access basic health care in missouri there's a lot of hoops that have to jump through it's fiscally easier for them to come here which is the whole goal of why missouri made the laws that way so yeah man uh the small planned parenthood used to provide services beyond just abortion like birth control and cancer screenings but in the 2018 missouri's abortion clinic stopped offering medication abortion uh commonly known as pill abortion and referred patients seeking that method to the belleville location after that the illinois planned parenthood became flooded with abortion patients from missouri we try to balance our so basically like plan b pills right we try to balance our schedule as best as we can but we are only a couple of people yes we are kind of a crackerjack box health center you don't want to ne- you don't walk next to someone without brushing their shoulders so absolutely we stretch our limits to the very best we can but there's only so much we can do and at the end of the day um okay i guess that was the end of that sentence um the li- the influx left little room for those seeking services outside of abortion care with the opening of the mega clinic nearby they'll be able to expand those services so basically this one being more dedicated to abortion is going to allow the other planned parenthoods to go back to what they were doing providing general health care right birth control with a very small percentage of that being about abortion std testing republicans have literally turned planned parenthood and synonymously into abortion and honestly i think as a democrat as a liberal person progressive person at least um it's about time that somebody embraced that shit and said well fuck it then we're the abortion clinic now one of our locations is for that now okay so leave the rest of them alone let them do what they have to do uh the new facility will roughly double the existing clinic's capacity with the ability to serve up to eleven thousand patients a year uh even though the new facility could absorb all of st louis's patients if the clinic had to stop performing abortions mcnicholas said the new clinic doesn't mean they're giving up on missouri so uh man but yeah that's wild man you gotta build it in secret and shit you have to which is sad because it's like we basically got to build this and got to use um fake names and shit or use people personal names and shit just so we can get shit done because you have these fuckers out here that you're paying them for a job they want to do their fucking job this is what you're supposed to do i'm i'm actually i have money for a service and you say no because of your bigotry yeah parents do you know what your children are up to i love when the news used to do that i about to say what's the news segment i like to scare them you know kids now are eating dirt and putting it in their buttholes yeah. are you watching youtube yeah. your kid is dead you just you shouldn't be listening to this podcast I'm turn around like, i'm gonna like parents do you know what your kids are doing right now they're probably somewhere out eating ass right news at 11 we'll be giving Stay updates tuned turn around your kid's choking on a hot dog oh shit uh the 11 year old st- 11 year old steals a family car drives 200 miles to meet a stranger from snapchat what Mm-hmm. 200 miles the boy was reunited with his family monday after he drove toward charleston from his home in simpsonville south carolina Woo! how did he know how to get there did he have a gps on i don't know he stole uh the family car uh to meet up with a stranger from china the boy whose identity was not released was reunited with his family monday uh 200 miles good god he pulled over in a cab company's parking lot in charleston at around 12 30 a.m and alerted an officer that he was lost so that's how he, that's why he didn't get there karen guess he needed gps okay because i was about to say gps jeep ways would have got you there baby 
the 11 year old told police that he took the buick lacrosse and used his father's tablet to follow the gps instructions to charleston oh he did have gps in order to live with a man he knew from social media snapchat he was gonna live with him he told the officer that he never seen that baby again possibly not he told the officer that he lost the address where he had to meet the man because the app deletes messages after 24 hours and his father's tablet lost signal police then called the boy's father who was in the middle of reporting his son missing back home in simpsonville it's unclear whether police will seek out the man the boy was trying to meet but charleston authority said the tablet used has been kept as evidence well also if you're talking about snapchat and the messages delete like how do you even get those messages back to prove that the man you know because i mean obviously it's not like the boy just did that shit out of nowhere but right how are you gonna prove that if snapchat literally deletes the fucking evidence so did the child create his own snapchat account i don't know that's why i said i mean a lot of parents have their kids with a phone and social media and shit you just never know man yeah and, and we kind of talked about this i think you think y'all talked about this on uh with chris from a city check like a lot of parents just be like i just don't know i don't care they just don't want to learn you got to learn this shit if your children know how to work technology more than you that's a problem right that's a motherfucking problem learn your devices learn what this shit is don't be a parent stick your head in the ground and then act shocked and surprised and act like oh my god i don't know what the fuck happened uh how could this happen when you don't even know how the shit functions right you just hoping for the best but yeah you praying that your child unsupervised in the wild wild west called the internet does makes the right decisions right so um let's see elementary chair squad asked to sell raffle tickets for semi-automatic rifle uh, elementary school <laughs> cheerleaders were asked to sell raffle tickets for semi for a semi-automatic rifle did they say no to be used to shoot up the school mom right? mom nevea chilton said that she was horrified when her seven-year-old daughter and the new richmond junior lions seven, wow. uh yeah i said elementary so you know uh the, uh the daughter of the new richmond junior lions cheer team was encouraged to participate in the fundraiser to raffle off an ar-15 rifle this is absurd you having elementary kids selling ar-15 why she received a, a email last month that said that all the members of the chess squad will be required to sell five raffle tickets to the weapon no they will not to benefit the league's cheer and football teams Chilton said she felt uncomfortable with her daughter going door to door to sell gun raffle tickets. How did nobody think that this might be a problem for some parents? Right, right, right. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, everybody thought this was going to be a good idea. And I'm not trying to be funny for a lot of parents. That's why they like, look, here's a box. I buy a box of candy. Fuck it. You're not going door to door. We are not doing this bullshit. Yeah. It's like, not safe. Why do they act like everyone agrees on guns? Right uh say one of the kids in high school got a hold of it got the ar-15 or am-15 and shot up a school with it and i'm the one that sold the raffle ticket to his dad chilton said right another terrible yeah another mom sorry britain said she received the same request of a four-year-old daughter who cheers for the league we live in a world where we don't know if bob down the street is okay with guns britain said so why would i take my four-year-old daughter down the street to meet bob who's not okay with it and now he knows my face and my daughter's face wait what she came with that from a whole another angle <laughs> he's not okay with guns so he gonna be violent or something like was like was right. the think i have guns in my house they might think i'm pro guns 
yeah it seemed like you would be more worried about the people that are okay with it and know your face and where your daughter stay right oh guns yeah uh, let me get all five of them tickets that's the person you like oh uh, uh, sir well, i forgot we were sold out Mm-mm. we don't nah. have any i see them in your hand no i know where you stay i know what y'all all, look like all these are claimed i know i know where you stay i know where you work now Mm-mm, no you don't we're moving tickets. tomorrow oh okay what school what school y'all go to Mm-mm. i love to come to a game if you know what i'm saying peter pan elementary school put that gun to use uh the mom was allowed to opt out of the fundraiser but the league is still raffling off weapons despite parents concerns uh the league president robert wooten said the controversy so it's not mandatory i thought y'all said it was mandatory she was allowed to opt out so i guess right. it's not mandatory if you make a stink about it if you're some type of liberal pussy right it's not mandatory if you don't want to sell um your right to to the second amendment then sure go ahead right and to me aren't you limiting your money because then you, now you're gonna have a lot of parents who are gonna opt out of this see you would say that but as i was about to read the league president robert wooten said the controversy has only increased sales for the fundraiser since this is hit the press the demand for it has increased substantially he told the news station i believe him because i'm telling you hate is the new promotion you get people mad shit go viral and then it's the same reason that you know every time somebody do something racist it's a fucking gofundme on there for thirty thousand dollars before they they can before they can get fired it's already somebody raising money on their behalf mm-hmm. so yeah i believe it do you get these liberal cucks don't want us to have second amendment rights but now this ain't obama's america this maga country now boy and then they go give me 17 tickets like you but but for that amount you can just go buy ar-15 right. i wants to win you it go buy one dog. 25 tickets then <laughs> don't make me go to 30 use the money that is over to buy more ar-15s okay that's what i'm gonna do um a four-year-old texas boy was told to cut his hair or wear a dress because that's reasonable adults a grandmother from east texas is outraged after being told her grandson must cut his hair last month randy woodley took her grandson to meet his teacher and was told that she needed to see the principal of tatum primary school the principal of the school told woodley that her grandson michael tink trimble's hair was too long and that she has two options braid her grandson's hair and pin it up in a bun or cut it off to make matters worse the superintendent tatum independent school district added a third option was made the grandmother which made her even more outraged he told me that i could either cut it braid it and pin it up or put my grandson in a dress and send him to school and when prompted my grandson must say he's a girl the fuck is this give a motherfucker a little bit of power a little bit of power go straight to the head this ain't bothering nobody like what is this like before we get to gender identity sexual orientation any of that stuff because he's a little child right um a boy can't have long hair right how does that make sense right (laughs) and and also before you get to gender identity let's say that's something my child wanted to do that's fine but it's not up to you to dictate that this is what my child has to do right and you know what's funny is if they if you made the child do that like that was something the child didn't want to do but you made them do that right or even if the child did even if you said look man um my child is actually trans and uh my child identifies as a girl 
so cool that you're right we're gonna be, i'm put them in a i'm put her in a dress i'm gonna pin her hair up and she's gonna be up in school uh monday morning just like you asked they would fucking riot yes they would they would be pissed that you comply with that order they'd be like no 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 hold up now what bathroom he gonna use all of a sudden they'd be back to he he ain't gonna see he a boy he gonna go in the bathroom with the little girls i don't think so like they would immediately flip-flop because you know these motherfuckers don't really want that they just want to make this child have to conform because they got a little bit of power nothing's being hurt at the school by him having long hair nothing's being hurt at the school by him wearing boy clothes or you know whatever however you want to define that shit nothing's being hurt by this like what the fuck this is like when those when they had the parent dress code to keep, come pick your kid up and you're like what are y'all talking about him coming in a thong like i got some yoga pants and a t-shirt on maybe i'm coming from yoga either way i'm here for three minutes to get my fucking kid that's it a little bit of power go straight to your head woodley and other parents are challenging the school district dress code policy that they feel are discriminating against african-americans the dress code states that the hair of male students cannot extend below the top of a t-shirt collar and prohibit boys from wearing ponytails ducktails rat tails male bun or puff balls but you said he could wear it in a bun if you braid it so what does that mean tatum primary school and the office of superintendent for tatum independent school district have declined to comment yeah because they're not gonna change shit it's sad man you yeah, send your yeah. kid to school and the only fucking recourse you have is to make a stink of it in the news and hope that it shames them into doing the right thing right or either sue and then try to take it to court but the way the courts are stacked they're gonna actually go in the school district yeah side. Well, even with that how long is that gonna take yes is your, your baby, kid gonna be allowed in school in the meantime right your child fucking by the time you get a uh, a decision your child be in high school right and it's it didn't sound like it was a private school maybe it is but i don't know this seems it's just like some shit they shouldn't be doing i don't know no like i could understand even if you had a dress code i could understand I do like too. i get dress codes to a certain extent for the students i, do too. I know it cuts down on bullying and stuff when i was a kid i thought it was stupid and i didn't want it but I then, did too. when i became older i was like you know what yeah, I I, and now that my niece does it and stuff i'm like it actually doesn't hurt anything Mm-mm. it actually simplifies shit yeah i was tripping you know that like i'm willing to be wrong on these things i'm not some you know i'm I'm not some idealist i get it but i just don't get what the what this means and then especially when you throw in that last step now i'm feeling like it's just some homophobia to be like put on a dress and answer when i call them a girl now i feel like you're trying to basically turn this into uh latent homophobia um all right let's see what other news do we have y'all is that a hundred uh oh the kid is black yeah so i mean if you want to count that as fucking with black people um you can uh i wasn't officially playing but i would probably give it i didn't know i was playing either but it's 100 now Mm -hmm. i agree you're right karen you win uh all right switch we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those black we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fuck with them we assign points for zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's go ahead and uh get into this game 
uh makeup artist and social media star chelsea worthy calls out makeup artists for stealing her editing style without credit social media sensation and makeup artist chelsea worthy is calling out other makeup artists for biting her editing style worthy became well known a few years back after her unique editing style for her makeup tutorials went viral her bomb makeup and engaging videos gained more than 33 wait 330,000 followers on instagram and hundreds of thousands on youtube um worthy turned her name into a brand with her blog and website called worthy but it's spelled with a v um where the where the o would be um which features online content in a web store where consumers can buy the products she reviews but like many black women she isn't being credited for her work and originality she put into her tutorial videos where these videos feature unique including flames specific video cuts as well as snippets of her grooving while beating her face these specific which, edits which means she actually put a lot of fucking work to do it oh yeah these things look so fresh and easy when you see it on like uh youtube or something and it's the hardest shit like the way you have to edit it and all this stuff and the music Mm -hmm. and the cuts and it's 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 gotta be some of the hardest shit it's funny because we think of makeup as such a like quote-unquote just a woman's game although it's kind of whack that you know it's a quote-unquote woman's game but a lot of men are the ones that uh, get a lot of attention from it come on but um it's kind of like being a chef right but right it's interesting though is we think of makeup tutorial artists or a lot of us do i'm not saying uh, i'm sure a lot of women probably are like duh right but a lot of us think of makeup tutorials like oh the talent is beating your face like oh my god look how beautiful you look look how oh you did that right that's the talent but we never stop and go like the talent is editing that fucking video Woo! you gotta get your <laughs> voices right you have to be sure your music like that editing editing video ain't no goddamn joke right and it's especially when you see like the time stop photography shit they do the mm. speed up shit they do mm-hmm. where they basically in 20 seconds they've shown you how to beat your face to their guards and was just like we take it for granted at this point it's like at this point it's like we're clicking on videos and being like this shit took seven minutes now like but i'm like damn you know in real life it took way more than seven minutes but we're like editing wise if you can't condense this to 35 seconds i don't want to see it right so that's a lot of talent there is all i'm saying uh these specific edits uh are what catapulted her career and she wants to copycast to put some respect on her name shout out to at chelsea worthy for inspiring these youtubers to add some spice to their videos i wish they shouted you out boo said uh someone on twitter this past sunday worthy took to instagram to express her disappointment and other uh more established makeup artists still in her editing style i'm not being quiet anymore blackball me unfollow me hate me drag me whatever i said what i said if taking this line down is what i need to do in order to be successful then i will be i will find success elsewhere i'm sick of being depressed over this constant contemplating if i want to go on uh if i even want to go on what god has for me no man can ever take away she wrote she went on to discuss how it isn't only makeup artists like patrick Starr and roger maru who have been stealing her style uh, i'm not saying i own this editing style i'm saying i created it years ago there are articles reviews reactions and news segments to prove it she added worth uh she added worthy ended while questioning why black black makeup artists aren't credited the way non-black artists are yeah that's interesting too because um patrick Starr will leave we've talked about him before on here for saying racist shit and he's a white dude um so and he say like real racist colorist shit um i don't know roger maru and what race he is or whatever so i can't speak to that um 
someone hit up manny Mwav or something so when are you going to give chelsea worthy her uh, ig her credit she created this editing style and her trap tutorial went viral because of it large influencers steal content from black creators all the time and get credit for it i'm sick of it oh uh, somebody said that's jeffrey star and they said patrick star is asian oh okay different dude my bad wrong star tank i'll take it back but i know uh jeffree star is also big in the um makeup world and still big like even after all that shit he's still around i see his shit on twitter he ain't going nowhere Mm-mm. um since worthy's post jackie anna and patrick star have responded jackie anna says or is it Ina? i can't remember what how y'all told me to pronounce it sorry ngl which is not gonna lie when i saw patrick's video i was i wasn't getting traptorial vibes from it at all and i reposted it because i saw he used my palette in a really unique way i know you haven't said anything to me yet but i hope you don't in some way feel further discouraged because i helped boost his post i 100 percent understand what it feels like to be overlooked and slept on i want you to know what that i have and will continue to support you worthy and your content no matter what hands up uh, emoji you do have a unique style you are an originator the people who follow you do so because of this myself included a lot of people are inspired by you but please do not let that get you down or stop you from creating because there are a lot of and that's the end of the message okay get cut off yeah you know ball alert uh but (laughs) but yeah i guess uh zero to 100 karen oh i'm always gonna be mad about this 100 yeah i think this is 100 as well like because i mean it's like we talked about appropriation yesterday right and that was the thing i was saying was like some of this stuff especially between different marginalized people is like cultural exchange cultural commerce even but we've also talked in the past there are people who shark yes sir like we're not saying that there's that there's no fucking line it's impossible to know any of it but like there are people who don't respect the people in the culture and that's why i say the only way i can really tell is if you say something or you run afoul of somebody or something and it's like okay you know like this is like okay i can see how this is fucked up because look at bruno mars that dude makes black music quote unquote and he credits black people he hires black people he works with black people he never says he invented anything you do any interview with that dude is him basically going through a history of like fucking motown and the 80s and the 90s like he's never going to get caught slipping as if he took credit for something and maybe people get upset at like white people trying to give him credit or something like that and i get why we would be upset about that but that ain't on him mm-hmm. he can only do what he can do you know and i also recognize the position that he's in because i've been in situations where it's bigger than me and i'm trying to make sure people get their credit and people are like in one ear out the other but at least he but i respect the effort right and the point that he's making because anyone with a fucking lick of common sense will hear that and be like okay obviously he respects the culture correct when you get caught stealing somebody's shit essentially even if it's not black shit just stealing somebody's style just copying it you already got like you already got an issue before we get the race then when you throw it in race knowing that white people are getting more credit or not black people are getting more credit in this industry or whatever this area and you taking the like style and shit i mean i can see why somebody will feel fucking pissed about that come on because it wouldn't take because look you're going to get more credit than the black woman probably anyway period so you can't shout out the black woman that you got it from you can't like tag like 
i know instagram allows you to tag videos and shit and be like yo shout out to so-and-so for coming up with this you know and i thought i would give my take on it or something like that like is it that hard you know my guess is he just wasn't thinking about it agree yeah that's kind of what that's kind of most people you just don't be thinking about the shit and i mean that's what privilege is you know so anyway uh that's definitely a hundred so um and i do recognize that you know if like if you like she sounds like she got it too like she was like look if i make something iconic and dope people are gonna copy it right so that's that's the internet for you you know we there's all kinds of podcasts that sound like versions of our podcast and i don't get mad about any of it Mm -mm. when i first started i used to get mad about that shit because i was like we're innovating we're making something new but i wasn't secure enough in myself and in what we did to be able to say like actually you can do an exact copy of this show you're never gonna be us nope and we're never gonna be you so what is for you is for you what's for us is for us but i do think it says something about your character when you don't give people credit for shit that you obviously are influenced by agreed you know i try to do it i don't think it's that hard you know so um let's see what else we got um uh, oh the met to present its first opera composed by a black man hmm. for the first time and the met been i don't know nothing about opera y'all but i know the met been around for fucking ever that's all i know when it comes to opera for the first time in its 136 year history long ass time the new york metropolitan opera will host an opera created by a black composer which means they was around doing doing yeah jim crow yeah oh yeah for sure for shizzle uh somewhere around there let's see yeah, 136 we're 119 we're 2019 so they would have put them in like 1890 something so yeah i mean they was around for a lot mm-hmm. there was a lot of no niggas allowed to be here doing doing <laughs> doing that genre yeah there was a lot around for a lot uh as part of his upcoming programming mm-hmm. we was picking cotton while they was performing <laughs> as part of his upcoming programming the opera house will feature fire shut up in my bones a piece created by grammy winning jazz musician terrence blanchard blanchard's project was inspired by a memoir penned by journalist craig charles m blow the book captures blows coming of age journey as a black man in america and it details the traumatic experiences that he endured as a child and explores topics like racism poverty sexuality and spirituality um there is a, wow that's that's wow man that's gonna be black as fuck the levels of blackness yeah i'm the first black he was like i'm gonna be black i'm gonna be the first one and i'm gonna be sure i'm gonna be black the opera made its debut in june in the opera theater of st louis and blanchard is beyond excited to bring it to new york city and make history i wish my father was alive he told the new york times he was an avid opera fanatic for decades blanchard was composed has composed the musical scores for several pivotal films the louisiana native who launched his career with the lionel hempton orchestra has worked on the music for spike lee films including mo better blues do the right thing malcolm x black clans and inside man when the levees broke a requiem and four acts and others he garnered many awards around boy and his work includes six grammys i bet you that shit gonna be flames what do you get for opera awards are those still tonys because it's on broadway i don't know that's a good question i don't know nick jew would know yeah you would know they have gorgeous voices like i've heard people sing operas and things like that yeah that 
that sounds like uh it's a lot of hard work from my understanding and it sounds like this is groundbreaking what with 2019 so we did we had 136 years and this is the first time so hey let's keep 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 this trend going on y'all i would like to see you know have y'all had asian have y'all had lgbtq like the, just don't start with us start right. going out native american like opera operating just for white folks i agree um all right we'll do one more story um let's see uh <laughs> michigan city council candidate gene kramer wants to keep community as white as possible hmm. you don't say <laughs> make my neighborhood great again <laughs> oh man michigan city <laughs> sorry what the fuck is this uh, michigan i mean it's, i mean you almost had to laugh because you just came out and said it for real like knowing some bullshit and it's you know this couched in some like you know kind of them days is over they president is coming out and why should they have to hide like she just said fuck the fuck the dog whistle okay yes, i said it i'm using a referee whistle a <laughs> michigan city council candidate shocked the public forum when she said she wants to keep marysville a white community as much as possible gene kramer made the comment thursday in response to a question about diversity in marysville a city in st Clair county 55 miles northeast of detroit the times herald in port huron says she's one of five candidates running for three council seats in november the candidate further went on to state that she would not like foreign-born people to settle in marysville what do you mean foreign-born people not born in america oh foreign yeah oh after the forum sorry my accent you know i'm from, from the oh South. no problem uh, after the forum uh kramer told the newspaper that she's not against blacks but believes married couples need to be the same race <laughs> can we just examine that though whenever we talk <laughs> about, how come in america whenever you say interracial it's always black and white right that's that that's the only kind they count they don't count no other races as, as being interracial like if you look at interracial porn it's black and white most yes it's never like oh here is a latinx person and a black person here's a asian person with that a brown sex indian person like it's always just black and white the the polar opposites of each other the thriller in manila come on or should i say the thriller in vanilla <laughs> <laughs> it's like black.com doesn't have black people having sex with anybody but white people like every once in a while i think they they're like oh this is a white passing asian person we'll throw her in there but it's always just black and white like we are so fucked up as long as how can i put this what kathy Heyman doesn't know is that her family is in the wrong she said a husband and wife need to be the same race same thing with kids that's how it's been from the beginning of how can i say when god created the heaven and earth he created adam and eve at the same time but as far as me being against blacks no i'm not so you're assuming that adam and eve were the same race yes. how all these races get here if we all started for adam and eve like that's a like i just want to be a journalist for a day to be like hold up let's talk about this <laughs> i want to investigate your crazy theory so adam and eve was the same race brother and sister that incest is wrong these days but okay um how the fuck did black people get here if they wasn't black 
and if, if they were black how do white people get here i'm just trying to i'm just trying to like to pick your brain yeah they, they might have been an interracial couple we don't know we don't know um <laughs> that is so wild man she really was like <laughs> i love also how she how can i put this ma'am there's no good way to put this <laughs> how can i make this sound nice she made it sound like she was Mm, let's see how i phrase this i don't want to offend nobody i've uh, already offended the room though hmm. blacks and whites should not mix and it's ungodly is that too hard is that okay let me dial it the down children should be the same uh, okay don't say the n-word don't say the n-word okay you know she had to concentrate it real hard mayor dan damon who is running for real isn't running for real election says kramer's comments were violent jaw-dropping council member paul wessel says marysville is open to anyone who arrives in the city Mm-mm. on mary street or jean street Mm-mm. karen guess the i mean guess the race karen guess the race white <laughs> right the pure white aryan race uh no what, what zero to a hundred oh a hundred yeah that's a hundred i mean how can it not be good grief man Mm-mm-mm uh all right let's go into some guest i was about to say that was gonna be a freestyle yeah that was i mean that was so white good grief she's running for city council running i wonder if she's gonna i want to check back in in november and see see if if she she wins like who are the people that was like you know what she just earned my damn vote okay i'll tell you that much buddy all right i'm not because you know to me it's like with trump right mm-hmm. white people all think they're not racist they wouldn't come out and admit this shit but then mm-hmm. like let him say it and uh they will slide up in that voting booth where it's anonymous and do the do what to do okay mm-hmm. don't publicly call each other out right all right let's do some uh guess the race um here we go now that is time for some guest praise that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fuck i mean different articles about crimes and shit and we be guessing the race of the people involved sorry spotify shut down in the middle of me playing it i'll sit for a second i was like what what just happened uh what game was this a woman was arrested for embezzling nearly half a million dollars from sam's club hmm. mm-hmm. let me make sure i haven't done this before okay i haven't okay cool um i don't know why this sounded familiar oh uh, maybe it's because that's security anyway albuquerque new mexico police have arrested a woman for allegedly stealing nearly half a million dollars from a local sam's club uh damn that's a that's a they be making a money up in there of a dish detergent <laughs> pallets she took the money out in pallets yes uh, she did police say michelle bernard uh 50 was in, has embezzled four hundred and seventy thousand dollars in cash over the past few years according to the criminal complaint bernard or bernard 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 uh worked in the cash office at sam's club and would make take money from the cash deposit bags she would replace the cash with fraudulent checks in the amount that was taken oh <gasps> in an interview with police bernard admitted to a crime she said the check she put in the deposit bag either belonged to her or her family members well, you, well then how could you not get caught bernard processed the check by hand she would manually enter the checks after the cash was counted by a machine and the receipt was printed bernard had previously worked in the cash office at a walmart in which money was embezzled in the same way 
well who knows what that could have been i mean anyone could have done that walmart and sales club together have lost over five hundred and ten thousand dollars how are you man i mean they didn't know that when she pulled up in the brand new uh you know uh porsche 911 with the suicide doors right that's why a lot of companies have a lot of more checks and balances it'd be like nope you can't do this you can't do this we don't allow you to do this sound like she was the one with the checks and the balance come on uh karen she was all over the the balance sheet (laughs) guess the race white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe she almost had a clean getaway white watch whiteness work white well they don't trust us white they even make me show id to get inside a sam's club white 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 collar crime of course white everyone's going white and everyone in this case is all why won't this play is right I thought I said we was all wrong. I was like, did a nigga steal that much money? Nope. She, uh, she stole that money, man. They, you know, they watch us like hawks. The nigga steal 50 cent. They be like, you going to jail now? I know. <laughs> so this is a white ass crime. Right. Your register come up short and you like, damn. Yeah, when I used to, uh, years ago when I got my first job at Food Lion, when I was a cashier, um, I didn't carry any money on me whatsoever. I didn't keep it in my pocket. I didn't keep it on person just because i didn't want to get accused of stealing shit yeah people always forget about that part of working cashier i worked it at mcdonald's and i was like name up they like your shit come up short they be in there looking like motherfucking nino at the carter when the fucking mm-hmm. when the carter got raided mm-hmm. yep <laughs> i like i said i don't carry any cash on me i remember that people say you nope mm-mm. Yep. don't want them problems i don't wanna be going to jail for stealing y'all shit uh all right let me find okay first i need to archive this lady um all right let's see um a new york police department sergeant is busted for shoplifting clothes from a macy's department store not the macy's oh yes the macy's karen and the nypd sergeant has been suspended after being arrested for shoplifting from a macy's department store in yonkers new york sergeant eva pina was busted by security staff at the store at cross county mall after cctv cameras caught her trying to steal six items of clothing totaling 360 dollars on a tuesday night good god the items included tommy hill figure pants a lace guest dress and a beaded guest shirt pina 37 who earns 107,898 dollars a year policing the new york city housing authority in the bronx was stopped as she left the store at 8 30 p.m the arrest of the five foot four inch tall officer who joined in 2005 will be all the more embarrassing to the nypd after she recently posed with the police commissioner james o'neill at a police event an internal nypd report of her arrest details security cameras recording her taking the sales tags off the clothes and placing the items in her purse before she tried to leave the store without paying a female macy's loss prevention officer stopped her from leaving the store and placed her in a security office before the yonkers police arrived Following her arrest by Yonkers police for petty larceny, her NYPD boss placed her on suspension at 9.15 p.m. The internal report stated a female identified as Sergeant Eva Pena was observed on surveillance removing price tags from merchandise, which she then placed six clothing items into her purse and attempted to walk out of Macy's without making payment. 
the macy staffer approached sergeant pena before she could exit the store and found the merchandise in her purse sergeant pena was placed under arrest karen guess the race of eva pena that last name i'm gonna go let the next all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um um latinx for sure white presented latinx she probably does it all the time black people don't steal tommy latinx latinx picked up by ice already latina damn oh. <laughs> june <laughs> the lace dress was a clue as was the last name latinx uh she bold spanish latinx so everybody's going latinx uh for the most part except for the person said white passing latinx i guess trying to catch both uh anyway the correct answer is and uh everybody guessed the same thing i believe and everybody got it she was latinx and i'm just waiting on spotify to play the clapping sound there you go somebody said too much pina colada mm-hmm. uh but yeah she was latinx um and i'll tell you what else she was what thick look okay uh officer bay all right she can get it i'm just saying um these pictures they got of her i'm like oh my goodness you ain't had to steal boo you stole because you wanted to okay uh, are the pictures showing up yeah oh yes she is that's her on the left ain't she wow and that blue she bad oh she's gorgeous okay look at her right there looking like uh a sexy officer and uh about to film a black scene i don't know what's going on here uh um, oh, she's a very pretty woman she bad oh and then this one for the gram i know she got mad followers on the gram look at that you know she do she Black got Adam. that back tattoo that thickness she wanted you to see it in the lace panties okay oh i didn't even see this one before oh lord jesus look at her oh my goodness yes mm. instagram model pose take me to jail take me to jail lock, up. lock me up throw away the key throw away the key i ain't afraid to eat this woman's ass all right <laughs> she fine mm. i guess blue lives matter today <laughs> i guess they do <laughs> that's sad that's why we the weakest link as black men because i'd be like you know what cops got some good points now y'all need to stop doing all that crime is that your girlfriend gonna pick you up don't man mind your business player okay coming sergeant uh all right let's get to the bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. In the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two. Yay! But will she be able to make it three for three? I'm going to try. Lord on the nose. Right. Lord on the doll. <laughs> Don't need your help in this time. I'm rolling. It's a frustrating experience when we have all shared that we have all shared the ice cream machine at a local mcdonald's is broken down but one woman in america has taken a spectacular umbrage at being denied a treat to help cool off in the hot summer weather and footage posted to live leak the horrendous brawl can be seen to escalate incredibly quickly
okay ends up in a fight over the counter uh because uh they may ice cream hey look they might be out of ice cream but one thing mcdonald's is never out of is that smoke come on run up in there if you want the young woman is seen first being seen is first seen being struck with a cylinder by a member of the staff scattering brown powder across the shop uh onlookers retreat from the spray as the woman launches herself to the other side of the store picking up a cup dispenser hurling a large object directly at her opponent the casing is returned in a strange and violent rally as people shout for the two to stop attacking one another in a fit of desperation to find more ammunition the woman scoops up a shopping bag and and makes to throw it before a bystander begs her not to throw her things at the cashier oh she was like that's my shit please don't throw it returning the bag the woman picks up another piece of metal launching it through the air she turns to leave the restaurant as she finally exits the fight ends and a man can be heard calling out to saying you're going to jail now, I didn't get to that part of the video. I, now I kind of want to. It's only like 25 more seconds left of this chaos um, to get to you going to jail. So I, I need to see if that's a clip I'm going to have to save later. Um, can I fast forward to the end? Uh, no! Jesus. <laughs> I couldn't even hear him say jail. He was cussing so much. I don't know what what they were saying. We got the Walmart version. Good grief! Anyway, Karen, guess the race. I'm gonna say these are some niggas. <laughs> Let's check the chat room see what they believe. Um, <laughs> you could catch this McFade Black <laughs> serving a McFlurry of fist Black. Uh, get a quarter pound of these hands serving yes! a ser, serving a mcflurry of fish black she had mcdonald's money <laughs> black, black. yes she did he got mad because she didn't get it us black black tired of that broke shake machine black negroes at mcdonald's in negroville black the correct answer is and you guys all knew it it was black It wasn't arre- she wasn't arrested so it's all grainy surveillance footage video but she was black i can show you guys a picture but you can't make out her face or anything um but yo because they didn't have the, the i know the, the the ice cream machine being down it is frustrating but man you can't catch a felony off of it Mm-mm. they was throwing shit like wrestlers man you can see some of the clips that's her throwing the uh metal uh cup dispenser is it showing up oh yes yeah, slow but it's coming okay all right but yeah that's her she throwing the metal cup dispenser oh, oh. this is her this is her with the woman asking her please don't throw my my, my bag of stuff at the uh people please right shout out to everybody pulling out their phones though y'all the real mvps making sure we get she that, that in the skirt like a boss she did she was like you think a skirt gonna stop me bitch right <laughs> man i know they didn't see them consequences coming Mm -mm. ma'am the mcflurry machine is down why are you taking your earrings off (laughs) ma'am please put your earrings back on (laughs) you don't have to do this (laughs) i just got this job it's 525 an hour i I promise you i'm not trying it's not a conspiracy to hold you down my my shift is over in two minutes can you wait two minutes i just need you to oh lord jesus she got she got a gun all right so ratchetness yeah why you putting vaseline on your face ma'am 
because i'm gonna glide on your ass (laughs) (laughs) a virginia man is charged after sneaking a sword into the empire state building what because that's reasonable come on you guys know how we do get you a sword go to the empire state building with all the tourists and shit mm-hmm. um look at the beautiful city while you slay police identified a man as 35 year old matthew dixon of virginia he's been charged with criminal possession of a weapon according to the police he went into the building wearing pajama pants and concealed a two-foot sword in his cane what <clears throat> well anybody wears pajama pants outside you know they, they might be about some realness i uh, think about that every time i think about a, a, a cane like that yeah jail had the great the bomb ass impression of that dude uh police are called calling the weapon a sword stick and you know what else i call it a sword come on as you can see from the surveillance footage when officers arrived dixon dropped the weapon tourists at the observatory say they saw they saw the sword firsthand and wondered how the man was able to get into the building uh he just saw a guy that had like a sword pointed to his heart how did he get that up there how did he get through the texas you know dixon was taken into custody and transported to bellevue hospital so all right that's it for today man like i said we'll be back uh later in the week for feedback and for premium people balls deep and the nerd off should happen sometime this week so mm-hmm. until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>